When you're trying to improve your golf game, Callaway knows you can't hit the ball further by doing the same old thing. It takes unconventional thinking to transform your game, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick drivers were designed using advanced AI. Callaway's supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at callawaygolf.ca. What seemed like a positive program in the middle of a pandemic, a grant that would pay students for volunteer hours, has turned into a political nightmare for the Prime Minister. The Trudeau government's $900 million Canada Student Service Grant program was awarded to We Charity, an organization with ties to the PM and his family members. Amid controversy, WE has pulled out of the project, but it has continued to dog Justin Trudeau. I'm Dave Breckenridge, and this is 10-3. I talk with National Post political reporter Chris Nardi about what was behind the awarding of the contract and why it has been so problematic for the government. Don't forget you can subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We'd love it if you could leave us a rating, a review, and tell your friends about us. So, Chris, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has found himself in a new batch of hot water. What is it that sparked the latest controversy for the PM? So, Dave, it's both a short and a long story. Basically, the first <laughs> the first moment it all began is uh, in late April, when his government announced a series of measures to assist students who were basically suffering through the COVID-19 pandemic financially, because as you know, a lot of jobs have been canceled, a lot of summer jobs aren't happening that students tend to work in. So he announced a series of measures, and one of them was what you call the Canada Student Service Grant where he said that students or, or youth, basically eligible youth and students would be able to be compensated, remunerated, paid, choose the word that you'd like, for volunteer hours that were done. So then we didn't hear about that program for a good while. Fast forward to about the last week of June, where the prime minister, so this is actually two weeks ago, almost the, to the day, in fact, uh, two weeks ago on uh, Thursday, I'm losing track, but late June anyways, uh, where the prime minister basically announced that this Canada Student Service Grant was going forward, that applications would open soon. And then in briefing documents that were sent to journalists, you, we find out that the whole program, which is originally evaluated at $912 million, that was then reassessed to $900 million, would be outsourced hmm. to a nonprofit Toronto-based organization called We Charity. We Charity, Dave, is a big organization. It's pan-Canadian. It's international even. Uh, and they do a lot of mobilization of youth. They do a lot of work with young people in Canada uh, and to get them involved in volunteering and humanitarian uh, human rights activism. And so the program was outsourced. And ironically, it didn't actually get a lot of attention until just one media story. In fact, in The Star came out the next day where they basically tied the name We Charity to the Trudeau family. Um, and because Justin Trudeau and his whole family are actually very intricately linked to We Charity and have been for years. So we find out that We Charity, so if you want me to kind of explain or detail the links between We Charity and the Trudeaus, they're very simple. Mm -hmm. Justin Trudeau has hosted an abundance of the We Charity's main 
event, which is called We Day. It's basically a stadium-sized, thousands of youth attended, you know, conference that happens once a year in Canada. So he has hosted and attended them regularly up until 2017, when he was obviously already prime minister. His wife uh, is very involved. She currently hosts a podcast for We. She's a We ambassador. She went to London in March to attend a We Day event with her mother, with one of their children as well, uh, with sorry, with Justin Trudeau's mother and with one of their children as well. She actually, in fact, uh, we suspect contracted COVID while on mm-hmm. that trip and then came back to uh, Ottawa. So there are very close ties between Justin Trudeau, the We Charity Organization, and their co-finders, Mark and Craig Kielberger. And so suddenly, you know, first story comes out, Justin Trudeau outsourced this Canada Student Service Grant Program to a charity that to which him and his family have very close ties and have had for years. Obviously, that piques a lot mm-hmm. of interest in a reporter's mind. And um, from there ensued basically two weeks of intense controversy surrounded this program as more and more details and in some cases, lack of details created a very shady portrait of how this program was delegated to We Charity and ultimately how We Charity was running this $900 million program yeah. for which they were slated to receive almost $20 million in fees from the costs from the government to cover their administrative fees. And that's where it all started. So we hear about We Charity running this uh, program for the federal government that's supposed to uh, pay young people for volunteer work because essentially the job market is is crappy, right? That that's basically co- in COVID nineteen the economy sucks. It's hard to find a job. Um, it would give young people a chance to earn money for doing good works, right? That's yes. how it was supposed to work. Exactly. Okay. And then, so we, we find out that the We Charity is going to be doing it. And then the Toronto Star does a piece basically saying, hey, look at all the connections between uh, the Trudeau family and we. And I mean, in in politics, it's there are bound to be instances where people have connections with, you know, other high-powered people. I'm sure Bill Moore, no, not the finance minister, uh, noted uh family of, of business people uh knows other people on bay street right so he's connected <laughs> on face value it's not necessarily underhanded but you, you started doing some some digging into this and what was the initial reason we were given for why we was awarded the contract so what justin trudeau told reporters was that the public sect the public service was in fact the or deciding body in this whole decision. So when he first announced the program back in April, the public service was obviously looking at this uh, particular department called Employment and Social Development Canada, looked at it. And what he says, and what the department also says, is that they decided with the parameters that they set up with the objectives that they set out to accomplish through this student volunteer grant program, they decided that the public public service wasn't able to do it on its own, unlike they have done with the Canada Emergency Response Benefit, with the wage subsidy, with all a series of other programs that they've launched. So then 
what the government claims is that they looked at, quote, various organizations. And I'll explain a bit later why I say, quote, um, <laughs> they looked at other organizations and they came to the conclusion, again, according to what the prime minister says, the public sector came to the conclusion that We Charity was the, quote, best and only organization that was able to fulfill the entire mandate of the Canada Student Service Grant in the time, which is obviously very tight, right? The, the volunteering needs to be done this summer and the hours need to be put in by October 31st. So there's very little turnaround time between the moment they announce the program and the moment that it has to be fully operational. And so basically, ESDC said, we charity is the only organization that can do it. And that's how the prime minister has justified the decision to outsource the program to this charity, to which, again, he has very close ties. So on face value, we in a lot of ways, seems like a logical choice. It's a big organization. It has a charitable arm and a business arm. And it, you know, as you mentioned, uh, through We Day, it's kind of synonymous in Canada with youth doing good works and getting young people involved in their community. So how did this contract become so problematic? It's been problematic, in fact, on a, in a series of ways that are kind of different angles. The first one was obviously when you start looking at the ties between Justin Trudeau and his family and the We Charity organization. As you said, at face value, this man, you know, Justin Trudeau obviously has connections. You're allowed to have connections. But there's always there are flags that are raised, right? So when I started mm -hmm. looking into it, um, I started seeing that there were just red, more and more red flags started popping up. The first one, for example, that I published last week or on the, the, week, the first week of July was that the government had started giving out small contracts to We Charity starting in 2017. And all of them were sole source contracts, which means that they're contracts that are given without giving the opportunity to competing organizations to put in another bid and basically get a bidding war or bidding you know, process going so that you get the lowest price. So since 2017, We Charity suddenly started receiving five of uh, these sole source contracts. Five of them worth about $120,000 in total. And in the same amount of time since 2017, had received this incredibly larger amount of grants and contributions for the government than the previous years. In fact, they've received over $5 million in grants and contributions from the federal government since Justin Trudeau was elected, whereas in the years before that, under Harper, they'd received a total of 500,000. So it's almost 10 times, it's basically 10 times more. So that's the first flag. Then later on, I received an uh, audio from someone who had attended a call that was hosted by one of the Kielberger brothers, one of the co-founders of We Charity, with um, a small amount of uh, summer camp organizations. And this is before the program was announced to the public. Um, that We Charity had received the contract and all that. Kielberger had hosted a virtual meeting, essentially, with summer camps, and he had explained the program that even we didn't know as the media know the details of yet. And he basically, in this call, explained that he, well, or claimed, rather, that it was the Prime Minister's office that had reached out to We Charity directly a few days after that first April announcement, asking them if they could help implement this Canada service grant. And that obviously seemingly creates a contradiction with the prime minister's version of the facts, which was that the public sector had done all the work and had organized this contract from A to Z. So now we have two red flags. We have Kilberger claiming that the prime minister's office um, had reached out to them directly 
And so it created also a political aspect to how this contract was awarded and outsourced. And like I said, it's a $900 million pro, you know, taxpayer-funded program. This is not penny change, even though it feels like these days all we talk about is billions. $900 million remains a lot of money. At another red flag. As soon as, obviously, I reached out to the prime minister's office and the Kilbergers about this audio that I'd obtained, and then suddenly the... the Everything was changing. Kielberger allegedly misspoke. And what he actually meant was that it was a senior bureaucrat and employment and social development in Canada that had reached out and not the prime minister's office. It's very two different wordings, I find. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so they're obviously backtracking significantly. But again, another red flag that comes up in the ties between the political and the, you know, the uh, procurement process in this uh, contract. Another aspect of the scandal was the way that We Charity was handling and organizing this Canada Service grant, where first we find out from a story in multiple uh, media that basically We Charity was reaching out to teachers across Canada and offering them $12,000 if they were able to recruit 75 or more students to participate in the program. And what? Uh, yeah, so basically... <laughs> You know, students can receive through this program up to $5,000 in grants if, you know, if they accomplish up to 500 hours of volunteering. And how it's calculated is that every 100 hours of bankable and eligible volunteer work gives you $1,000 and you can get up to $5,000. So they were offering teachers more than double what students would get simply to recruit students. Then I came out with a story a few days later saying that they were also offering summer camps $25,000 if they hosted a minimum of 75 students, volunteers, which raised a lot of questions as to, A, again, why is this starting to look like a multi-level marketing scheme, as some critics have told me, but also how many summer camps actually need to host 75 volunteers in order to give them meaningful work? In a pandemic where obviously yeah. space is limited, there are a lot of questions that were yeah. raised about that, and and exactly that: how many camps can actually provide meaningful volunteer work to seventy-five students, as opposed to simply just receiving seventy-five students, having them twiddle their thumbs, unfortunately, and receive twenty-five thousand dollars in grants in in the process, mm-hmm. right? So even the way that the Kielbergers and We Charity were administering this program was raising a lot of questions. And then we get to the point where the contract has ended, right? How, what, how do we arrive at that point? It basically, I think the short story is that We Charity was sick of people digging into them. And this happened, all these stories were coming out in the process of one week. So the program was announced on a Thursday. Friday, we start questioning the prime minister about his ties to We Charity and how the program was outsourced to We Charity. And it's the following Friday, I show up to a press conference where the prime minister is supposed to give a daily briefing on COVID. And we get an email basically telling us a mutually agreed upon decision led to We Charity pulling out of this contract and the government would take control of it again and re-administer it itself. But then when we actually jumped into the press conference, the prime minister sang a slightly different tune where he basically just said, no, we charity pulled out and we agreed that they could. But he did sound almost disappointed 
um, that mm -hmm. the We Charity was pulling out, basically explaining that, well, now the public service is going to take over the contract, but we won't be able to accomplish as much as We Charity would have. We're not going to be able to do a lot of outreach like they would, a lot of mobilization. Basically explaining that from now on, what the government is essentially just going to be doing is, is just putting kids who sign up in contact with organizations who need volunteers and volunteer positions instead of reaching out actively and trying to mobilize groups. But that's basically mm -hmm. how we found out that we charity said, we're done with this. We're pulling out. We don't need this. We're going to give. We're going to pay back all the money that we received to date through this program. We're out. And from this point on, the prime minister said, well, public service is going to run this which obviously has raised questions uh, about how the public service was probably originally able to do it all along, and also brings up questions about the claim that the prime minister had that We Charity was the only organization able to run this program. Yeah, well, I, and we get back to that question, the, the idea that the government had said that they essentially looked at a number of organizations and then uh, they felt that we charity was the only organization capable of, of running this program. Did they look at a number of organizations? Do we know how many organizations they looked at? It's a very good question, Dave, and I would love to have the answer to it. <laughs> but part of the <laughs> controversy around this program that I also didn't mention is what we don't know and what the government isn't telling us. And there are a lot of questions. So, Basically, to answer your original question, and I mentioned earlier that the government claimed it had um, considered various, quote, organizations for this contract before deciding that it should be uh, awarded to We Charity. But I spent last week basically grilling the government and the, the Employment and Social Development Canada about who did you consider, how many organizations considered, and if you can't tell me, at least give me a reason why, what part of the law, Privacy Act, competitiveness process, regardless of what it is, tell me why you won't tell me. And Dave, I have received nothing in response. They have refused to answer that question consistently. So, of course, early this week, I published a story that basically said the government will not tell us how many, if any, other organizations were considered for this contract. They won't give me a list. Mm -hmm. They'll just say it was the only one that was good for it. We did our work. We did our due diligence. And this is what we've gotten to. Another question that we don't have answers to until very recently was how involved was the prime minister's office in this process? And we finally found out this week, um, after very direct questioning to the prime minister, that he had not recused himself from the decision-making process, and that ultimately, contrary to what he had affirmed earlier in the week and in the last two weeks, it wasn't the decision didn't come down to the public service. The public service recommended We Charity, Cabinet, and Trudeau decided that it would be given to We Charity. And he did not recuse himself from that decision. Why did they not admit previously that Cabinet ultimately made the decision? And why did the Prime Minister say he didn't recuse himself? Those are also great questions to which I actually don't have the answer. And the reason, the first one is, your first question was, why didn't he admit it earlier? We've asked him over the last week or so if he had been involved and if he had recused himself. And up until Wednesday, July 8th, his office had consistently refused to answer that question. Ultimately, when it was asked again to his face on July 8th, on Wednesday, he then 
came up with a straightforward answer and finally said, no, I did not recuse myself. And yes, prime minister's office cabinet was involved in this decision. But there was a lack of clarity for almost a week on that issue, which obviously creates a lot more obscurity and raises a lot more red flags around the program. It's the kind of question that when you ask it and they refuse to answer, people start assuming the answer might have been, well, he probably didn't recuse himself because if he had, they'd probably tell us, right? Not always the answer, but (laughs) people definitely start thinking that, right? And But there are multiple other questions that aren't answered. For example, I have consistently been asking over the last two weeks, and it was in question period, again, the conservatives really hammered this question, which was, did at any point the prime minister's office get in direct contact with We Charity over the course of the outsourcing of the program to discuss it with them? That was, like I said, in the audio that I'd received from the Kielberger brother, that is what he claimed before retracting himself and claiming he misspoke. But we've put that question straight to the prime minister office, and we've consistently received either no comment or very evasive answers. That was the same case yesterday in question period. So again, very dodgy. We can't assume what the answer is, but you certainly start wondering, well, if they didn't get in contact with the Kilbergers at any point, why don't they just tell us? Obviously, this is a very political thing. The liberals are, you know, defending uh, the decision or they have defended the decision to award the the contract for the program to We Charity. The conservatives are hammering them. Um, supporters of the liberals, even people have responded to, I put out one simple tweet about it and I got back a, a handful of responses from people who would probably align best with, with the Trudeau liberals saying, well, what's the big deal? You know, students need volunteer jobs. What's the big deal? This is at the point now, though, where we're actually having a deeper investigation into it, correct? Absolutely. So um, there are many groups or many, uh, let's say, committees or organizations that will be looking into this. So last Friday, July 3rd, the ethics commissioner came out, the federal ethics commissioner came out and said that he had enough evidence, or at least he had enough evidence on face value to Start, launch a third investigation into Justin Trudeau since he's become prime minister in 2015, surrounding questions on conflict of interest, on if We Charity had been unduly advantaged in the uh, sole source outsourcing process. And so basically looking at the whole ties between Justin Trudeau, the government and the government's decision to outsource this $900 million student grant program to We Charity, which is going to be very interesting, obviously, because the first two reports that he'd done on Justin Trudeau, which were the vacation on the Ekekant Island uh, a few years ago, as well as his dealing in the SNC-Lavalin scandal last year, both concluded that Justin Trudeau had broken ethics and conflict of uh, interest laws. So this Mm -hmm. third uh, investigation is always of great interest, and we're looking forward to seeing when the results come of that in the future. Also, we'll be looking at it, presumably, are two parliamentary committees, the Finance Committee and the Government Operations Committee, who's supposed to vote on that today. Um, But since it has the support of three, uh, the three opposition groups, it should pass. But essentially, they want to look, both committees want to look at different aspects of how the government ended up deciding that We Charity was the only organization that could administer this program, what the ties between the government, PMO, and this organization were, and also what PMO's involvement in this direct, you know, in, in this process was. 
as well as the costs that it could have entailed and if the public service could have ultimately done this work itself. So there are many groups looking at this uh, from various facets and hopefully we'll be getting more answers to the questions that earlier I was mentioning we have not been able to receive yet. All right. Well, it is a, a fascinating story, both a political front and just the, the whole uh, idea of how uh, contracts are awarded. Chris, thanks for your time. Dave, thanks so much for having me. After my conversation with Chris, there was a new development on the story. Canadaland and CBC were reporting that both Justin Trudeau's mother, Margaret, and his brother, Alexandra, received hundreds of thousands of dollars in payments for appearances at WE organization events. The bulk of that was paid for by the business arm, Me to WE Social Enterprise, but a portion of it was paid for by WE Charity, which the organization called a billing error. WE Charity told Canadaland that Me to WE eventually reimbursed the funds. In response, the Prime Minister said that his relatives engage with a variety of organizations and support many personal causes of their own accord. He says, quote, What is important to remember here is that this is about a charity supporting students. The Canada Student Service Grant Program is about giving young people opportunities to contribute to their communities, not about benefits to anyone else. End quote. 103 is produced by Carson Jarama, theme music by Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest Chris Nardi, more from him at nationalpost.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.